Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, to get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And, as always, I am glad you're here with me. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe your day's just getting started, maybe it's just winding down, maybe it's somewhere in the middle, I don't know. But, here we are, you and me, and I am glad for that. I am grateful I have no desire to drink today. Man, being in my early sobriety and wanting to drink while simultaneously not wanting to drink was torture. course i went through that long period where i thought it just was never going to be a problem again i mean i haven't wanted to in days or weeks or months or and it's just not going to be a problem again because it's just that that's gone now now i just now i just deal with my assholeism and um but looking back i didn't deal with that enough and the insanity of alcohol returned, and I wanted to drink. I also didn't want to drink. I knew I was an alcoholic, but I wanted to drink. That's one thing, you know. That's one thing. It's like, like I knew I was an alcoholic. I knew it. I wasn't confused about that. I knew I couldn't and shouldn't drink, but I wanted to. That was was hell. If you're going through anything like that, I feel for you. You never have to drink again, though. Tell you that. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's, mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is delicious. So, I was thinking about. Well, you know what? Before I tell you what I was thinking about, let's read 
from the, um, let's just see what the daily meditations are today in the sarcastic daily meditations books. What do you think of that? Sarcastic daily meditations, precisely what is untrue. 365 days a year. Let's see what it says on January 6th. Everything has to go exactly as you plan it today, or there's probably no God. So if things don't go exactly the way you plan it, I mean, I mean, give up. I mean, get frustrated, get sad, angry, because there's probably no purpose to it. I think that's funny. Let's see what more sarcastic daily meditation says. More of what is precisely untrue 365 days a year. Let's see what today says. When someone's talking and you're not sexually attracted to them, just tune them out. Anyways, a little levity, a little making light of something that should be treated very seriously. <clears throat> I was thinking about my sponsor and how he used to do something That was quite alarming, even back then when it was much less coddling of an environment in the rooms. When there was no, I never heard the phrase or the word crosstalk ever. People would crosstalk you all day long. It was just part of it. You were sharing to get feedback. You know, Bill Wilson said the sobriety, freedom from alcohol through the practice and teaching of the 12 steps is the sole purpose of an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And so, you know, if you were going to share, you better be ready. <laughs> Not all the time, but sometimes. So I had to muster up the courage to share and then brace myself for what people were going to say in response because back then people would say what you just shared you know wasn't true and I'm going to tell you why <clears throat> and so even then even in that culture my sponsor used to do something that was really kind of shocking to people and to me and I didn't ever feel comfortable with it and I and I never I still I mean I understand more and more why he would do this and also I understand less and less why he would do this but but what he used to say there'd be some of us standing out in front of a meeting you know hanging around and and he would say to somebody you know, 
don't do what he's doing and he'd point to somebody else. Don't do what he's doing if you want to stay sober. <laughs> and the guy he was pointing to would be like, what? You know, and he said, well, I'm going to tell you why. And then he would. And it was quite obnoxious. And I was thinking about that this morning. And I was thinking about that because one of the things that um, happens, the passage of time and being able to have an experience where you see so many things happen, you start noticing different things. I'll give you an example. When I was new, I would just notice who was going to meetings. If you were going to meetings, you were okay. If you were going to meetings and you were sharing, then you were going to stay sober. That was it. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking at. That was the scope of my wisdom at that time. My experience at that time. If you're going to meetings and you're sharing, you're going to be fine. People say it. Meeting makers make it. You know, I come to meetings to find out what happens if people don't go to meetings. You'd hear all that kind of stuff. And, and that was just what I looked for. Looked for very, very obvious material world stuff. There is the person's body in a meeting. Okay, they're going to stay sober. And then as time would go on, I started to that started to disintegrate through what I was seeing. I started to see people who were going to meetings every day and not staying sober. And I was like, that can't be, there's, you know, but for some reason that doesn't really matter because people say meeting makers make it and then I would still hear it and I would still kind of believe it even though I was seeing something different. I was watching people go to a meeting on for Friday, go to a meeting on Saturday, drink on Sunday. I was watching it with my own eyes. And then somebody would go up and say, meeting makers make it. And then I'd say, oh, yeah, that's true. Meeting makers make it. So I was still believing it, even though I wasn't seeing it. I started to see different things. And then more time would go on, and I'd start to just not believe that anymore because the evidence to the contrary became so... Stark talked about it on here one time. I had a temporary sponsor when my sponsor was gone. His name was Lee. And, you know, he had had seven years. And um, we got together and I was reading an inventory to him. And then the next day we went to a meeting and he identified as a newcomer. I mean, he was checking all the boxes of somebody who should be staying sober, no problem. But that was shocking at the time. How could this be? He's going to meetings. He was he was sitting down and he was sitting down with me. He was working with people. He was sitting down with somebody and working with them. I thought if you sponsor people, you're gonna stay sober for sure. And So after a while, it's different things that I started to notice. 
in terms of what would be warning signs and what would be signs of hope. And they really had, they weren't really things that were shared that often. They weren't really things you could see and point to very easily all the time. But after a while, you start to see these patterns. And really shitty behavior looks like it flies. Um, sometimes for a long time. And sometimes all the time. So it's, it's, it can be very, it was very, um, confusing sometimes. But the longer I've been sober, the more I understand why my sponsor, even though I would never do it in that way, I think, hope, I've done it. I've been that obnoxious. Who am I kidding? But the more, the longer I'm sober, the more I understand why he used to do that because he did see things and he was right. Is a thing. I mean, he was right. And it was obnoxious, but he was right. <laughs> he was seeing things that I just wasn't seeing, and he, he can explain him, and I still wasn't seeing him. And I've just been thinking about that, like, about how a tremendous part of really carrying the message is just, is just shutting up. That's like the hardest thing. Or it was. It's not hard anymore so much to shut up. Um, I've lost the belief that I know what's best for people. I really don't believe that privately, secretly. I don't know. I know that. So my desire to run off at the mouth and give unsolicited advice has decreased a lot. But the more I'm sober, the more things I've seen, watched, been part of the conversations I've had, the more I have come to understand why my sponsor would say, don't do what he's doing. So these days, I don't look for like, are you going to meetings? That's it. Going to meetings can be a sign. It can be an absolute sign that somebody is on the right path, doing the right thing, serious about it, it can be a manifestation of spiritual fitness. But it's going to come down to what's going on inside. And you never really know what's going on inside with other people, but I feel most hopeful and excited when somebody admits they're wrong. When somebody doesn't about face and makes amends. That's when I get hopeful for people. Displays of open-mindedness. 
displays of honesty and willingness. That's when I get the most hopeful. Those are the things that I have honed in on the most with myself. Am I being open-minded? Am I being honest? Am I being willing? Nobody can answer that for me. But if I am grasping and developing a manner of living where I'm rigorously honest with myself, I can answer that. I hope that helped somebody. I don't know. I will say if anybody needs to hear it that everything's okay. And um, shout out to uh, Chelsea and Richard and Lucy. And um, that's it. I'm not even going to make any modeling jokes. It's just really serious business. I'm just going to go work on my new drink cozy line. Making drink cozies that have my face on them. It says hashtag hate the game, not the player. (laughs) All right. Have an amazing weekend. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that's worth saving, and I hope you do the same.